At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Start him in text line Honda Lincoln Hotline. You could follow the video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Get in, get in, get in. Today we're going to open with uh, basically a therapy session. Rico, um, we need to make sure Rico's okay. Uh, he's had a difficult run. And spoiler alert: I'm not okay. I'm just worried about you. You I, should be. Well, I mean, but this is. We're here for you. So it, it, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. Dang, Rico. Right? Uh, well, you sound I, like I a dolphin. You sound like right? Jake, a Dolphins fan. Right? I feel like a Dolphins fan. I feel right. like a Jets fan is what I feel like. Right? That's how bad it's gotten, Jake. Well, the Jets haven't had any recent success. I feel like a the Jets Knicks, fan. The Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks at least went to the playoffs last year. At least the Jets have the, that two AFC championship in a row years. So they're going to have to fire Thibodeau, right? Yeah, probably. And, and they're going to have to find a way to do like a sign-in trade and, and somebody take Julius Randle's contract. Probably also, yeah. Do you know what they should do? Fire Thibodeau. They should have brought in Kenny Atkinson instead of get, Thibodeau, but no. Get, uh, they want to bring the old guy trade in. Trade Julius Randle for Zion. It's and not just, and just hope Zion does. Rico, are you okay happen. with that? It's not going to happen. Are you okay with it, though? Uh, also, no, I'm not okay with that right okay. now. He has to get a second surgery, by the way, in case anybody missed that. Zion? Yeah. On his foot? Yeah. Was, I mean, what is technically, what has he got? Uh, I don't, I don't know. He had the first surgery, and they thought it was going well, and then in December he was working out, felt some more pain, and the other day it came out that he's probably going to have to have another surgery. So that's cool. Uh, what are we going to do with him, Jay? Zion? You know, no, with Rico. Imagine this. Imagine all this going through June. Like we're gonna. Well, have, he, it was he, supposed he, to be. He, it was supposed to be another good season, and it was, just, it was he, supposed to be he, good. He's at the point where he he hasn't become immune to the pain yet. I was for a while, and then they had a good season. And right. I opened then my it heart, all the pain I opened went my went. heart back up, and well, that was a mistake. Well, well, you got like it's like we talk about Husker fans having PTSD just from 
the the trauma of going back and forth, believing, not believing. But Rico's the Knicks fans the same thing. It it it's we all opened our hearts. You back want up. the glory days? They got a taste of success. Like we're close. And then no, we're not really. Technically, close. I've never had the glory days of the Knicks. I did have the like two or three year spurt of Melo and Amari before Amari punched. You didn't up. even get insanity. You didn't get insanity. I got in- I got insanity. Okay, I was, right. yeah, I was there. I was right. there. Right. Melo Melo was there. He got insanity started because Melo got hurt, and then insanity took over, and Melo came back and was all in on Lynn, um, but the fans thought that he wasn't, and then Lynn got traded. Fair. Fair. Okay. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Do do we need to find you another team to root for? No, I'm sticking with the Knicks, but I will just be broken. Okay. And, you know, I'm I'm rooting for Carmelo Anthony in in L.A., but currently he's not playing, so I don't care about L.A. See how quickly he he just dove off of Melo? I thought Melo was your forever hero. He is, but right now he's not playing right now, so I'm not rooting for L.A. I don't care about them until he plays again. You are such a weird human being. (laughs) Like, this is, like I hope they win so they make the playoffs so then he can win a ring if that happens, but it's not happening. It's probably not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not happening. AD rolled his ankle again. Gonna be in street clothes once again. For the rest of the season. Probably. Although the the, the Lakers did look good last time. Yeah, they, they yeah that really small looked, lineup looked good. LeBron, LeBron looked good. Austin Reeves with the dagger. Yeah. Shout out Austin. Austin Reeves looks like if you're playing a video game and you just create a character and it's just the base base set of character like no anything that's austin reeves yeah I'm just, they call him ar-15 do they yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> they really do that's, they do call they him they, AR-15. they got him they got him in the in the in the post game after he hit the first game winner walk off and they called him ar-15 and you could see the reporter go huh that's <laughs> terrible like what what are you doing so as long as not as okay. cool as AK forty seven. Okay, as long n- as no as nothing is as never cool as, cool as AK forty seven. That 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 Andre Kirilenko run was as much fun as I had in Utah covering the Jazz. Where is he? I see him like in the Russian mob right now, like the mob boss. I know he married a, a famous pop star, pop star, Russian pop star. I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's just he, being an Andre Kirilenko. He's just yeah. out there living his life. There, there's several ways to tell that story. Uh, Kirilenko is still living his best life. Kirilenko has always been living. I think Kirilenko was Sasha. His wife Sasha. Uh, Sasha would come on. She would come on my show in, in Utah, and I never knew what she was going to say. Like when you hear people say that they have no filter, Sasha Kirilenko has no filter. Like she really has no filter. Perfect. And the excuse was she could say anything because she could just say, hey, I'm Russian. Sorry, uh, I didn't, we don't know anybody. <laughs> I don't understand the context. Like, I'm Russian. I don't we don't know, know anybody. I didn't no, really mean like, that. You <laughs> took it out of context. But, no, I'll be I'll be fine. Uh, the one thing that really pisses me off is before the season and multiple times this season, Tibbs has said that the Knicks have a good young core that they can build around, and he refuses to play the young core. He plays, he plays Alec Burks and Taj Gibson 30-plus minutes a game while Obi and – uh, IQ and Cam Reddish just sit on the bench. It's great. Everything's great. We're fine. Yeah, and he I, also I, keeps playing Nerlens Noel, who can't catch a basketball. Like the the dude is awful on the offensive end and decent on the defensive end. I, I just the last time I saw Kirilenko, he had really long hair, and it took me a minute to readjust to Kirilenko with long hair again. Because that was he came in with long hair, cut it, mm-hmm. got the Drago cut, mm-hmm. right, and then and then he went. Uh, he looks like a Russian professor. Like 
you when you know how you have uh, uh, like a think of James Bond mo- movie and there's a Russian mad scientist they all look there's the same. a lab yeah they all look that's the same. what Kirilenko looks like now okay because he has he wears his glasses all oh wait 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 there it is. There it is. I'm gonna show it to Jay so he can see the picture, and then you understand. Uh, Speaking of Andre- Jay, Jay, mad scientist. Oh, uh, he looked like a murderer. <laughs> yeah, mad scientist. Yeah, he looked like somebody that's gonna poison your water, your whole water system, and oh, then he nice. ends up being right. Like he ends up being the de facto like he president. poisons he poisons the water system, but then he has the cure. Yeah. So right, like, and he, he can go. Over. He can either be very good or very bad. Yeah, that's how he takes over. Uh, Speaking of Andre Karolinko and just <laughs> random NBA players, uh, yesterday on the happy hour, me and Nick and Nathan pretty much spent the entire hour just naming random baseball players from, like, oh, I would own this game, two thousand on up. I would own this game. Like we were just like just just a name would pop into our head and we would just throw it out there and we're like oh my goodness remember that guy and how great he was we could go back to like, i can go back so to 1960 yeah we didn't do that we went to like just random we went to like dudes. 2000 the random dude so the baltimore orioles back in the day where you had elrod hendricks andy etcher at catcher you had the four all-star pitchers uh mcnally quayar palmer <laughs> mm. uh they had another lefty uh uh Oh, my goodness. They had Steve Stone as well. They had all these guys. Then you had Davey Johnson at second, Boog Powell at first, uh, Mark Belanger at shortstop, Brooke Robinson, uh, Don Buford, Paul Blair, Reggie for Reggie Jackson for a bit, John mm-hmm. Lowenstein and Gary Renicky, uh <laughs> rotated yeah. uh, off the bench. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how we got onto it. Disco but we just started, Dan Ford, who played for the Angels. We just started naming it. Then we got to like the – 2015 like pirates and how good they were and we're like man what happened to the, the pirates and were they, they good apart? i think it was 2015 i could be wrong yeah they were good in the regular season yeah it, they, yeah. it was the pirates they won like 98 games yeah whatever they were good season in the regular season so who who started on that team it was a guy garrett that the, cole was there cole garrett, was garrett the, cole was there then the they had the center fielder that they ended up trading it to dread McCutcheon. andrew mccutcheon they had yeah. pablo or uh pedro alvarez yeah, yeah. Uh, Neil, Wa- Neil Walker was on that team. That guy's a good squad. Like we were just naming guys who like had their day in the sun, like maybe like a year or two stretch where they were like pretty good, and like you would you would kind of want to watch them. Uh, it was really okay. Fun. So I want to do this with Jay. Name your favorite Vikings from your dad's teams. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, uh, my favorite, mm-hmm. Nate Wright. He's yeah. a cool dude. Um... Krause was on that team. Yeah, he, he's all right. Yeah, Matt yeah. Blair was on those. Matt teams. Blair was at, right at the end. Um, Carl Eller Moose was pro- is probably my favorite. Moose. Yeah, because he plays no games. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, Mo- hey, they tried to pull Moose over at, at, at you know like kind of profile him at at his house, like pulled him over in his driveway. Mm-hmm. Hey, straight worked on police over there and and. and, and, and <laughs> Hey, that's how you they, know you're real. Hey, they, real. Said, they said he ain't had the strength of an ordinary like 66 year old man. You see, Moose, he's still yoked up. Um, 
It's always fun. Alan Page, I didn't really get the. I mean, judge, you see, judge, you see judge him, you like, you like, you got to be on your p's and q's. But he's he's cool. He's still wearing the bow ties. Yeah, and then um, bow tie and suit. Alan Page, lawyer. Yeah. Alan Page. So yeah, those are those are the guys. But some of the guys that like when I was a ball boy are really cool. Like uh, Steve Jordan um, is, what, is probably my favorite. Joey Browner, and you know Steve Jordan's son is Cam Jordan with the with the mm-hmm. Saints. Um, the best guy that doesn't get talked about in, in Viking history is Anthony Carter. Who was skinniest legs in the, the history of mankind? The kind of Randy Moss, Chris Carter before you know they kind of really exploded. Hassan Jones was re- he was really good to me. Jake Reed, who was the first like it was I think it was Jake Reed, Chris Carter, and Randy Moss when they had the poster and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the long you know Wade Wilson, rest in peace, who was the Cowboys' longtime Cowboys quarterback coach, was a quarterback there. Tommy Kramer. Um, John Randall, of course, you know, me and him were close just because was he, he as crazy as, as bona fide right? when he came in as a rookie, I'll never forget this. And I was a ball boy. He was 238 pounds, mm. 238 pounds as a D tackle, okay. but was wrecking shop against everybody on the Vikings offense. And we'd scrimmage the chiefs and stuff like that, mm. destroying him. So it came down to, he had to be 250 in order for them to keep him. And back then they had. They didn't have, like, the Under Armour stuff. They had just girdles, right? And they were, like, short shorts, like purple shorts. And then the the, the girdles would go all the way down to, like, their almost their knee. And so, you know, he pulls me aside, and he's like, hey, look, you know, I got to weigh in at 250. And it was me. Actually, Lane Kiffin was a ball boy. And another, another, another young brother named Erskine McDaniel, who's kind of down in Houston and involved in, like, politics and the oil companies and stuff. And so – and – um you know, Lane would be off schmoozing with the big, you know, big time players, or of course, <laughs> right? Because they all knew him because his dad and yeah. stuff. So I was there at, at weigh-ins, and he pulled me aside. He's like, "Look, I'll give you sixty dollars if you put in my girl two ten pound weights." <coughs> I'm like, "You serious?" And I was like, "Sixty bucks." Now back then, that's a lot of money. Put it in there, and then he made two fifty, and it was sixty dollars in the envelope. And that's how, I mean, after that, then. Easy money. And after that, it was over. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know. But Chris Dolman was there. Um, Al Noga was there. Al Noga was fantastic. Oh, he was. Yo, I mean, just like. Like Al unnatural, Noga, unnatural nat- strength. Yeah, Henry Thomas. Um, but Al Noga was like the Hawaiian gangster. Like, it was a, like nobody messed with him. Mm-hmm. Like at all. No pushing in the back after pass rush. Um, so they, they were deep. Keith Millard. You know, was there. He, you know, until he hurt his knee, he was a phenomenal pass rusher. Scott Studwell, who was supposedly retired, you know, it, you know, from the Vikings in their like player, you know, player personnel department, still is up there. He was a linebacker. He was known for it. he always like have blood on his, you know, pants and stuff. So yeah, they had, the Vikings had a phenomenal squad back then. You know, good dudes too. Jerry Burns, who always once a year, I always tweet out Jerry Burns's infamous. Uh, Post game conference when they wanted to fire Les Steckel and he just went off and started dropping f bombs and m and f and you know the, you know what I'm saying. Jerry Burns was awesome to me. I mean, he was the head coach, but homeboy played no games, no, hey, none at all. But everybody loved him. And here's what people don't understand: they talk. I know Bill Walsh is the guy you think of the West Coast offense, but it was actually Jerry Burns. It, 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 Jerry Burns. Tell that the, story because Jerry he's, Burns he's, is the one. They had the West Coast offense with my dad and Oscar Reed 
and and Ted Brown. Thirty-two it, Oscar Reed was thirty-two. Ted Brown, Ted Brown from Brown. NC State. Right, your dad. Uh, Ed Marinero. Ed Marinero. You know from that's Colgate. Right. Uh, LA. Uh, what's the New York City Blues? Yep. That was uh, the TV show. He, yeah. he went from that. Uh, but your dad, Bill Brown, came, and all Bill those Brown guys. And, Bill Brown and, and, and uh, Bill Osborne. Bill Osborne. So that's. So they didn't have a good like forward running. But not game. Bill Osborne. What was his name? It was Bill Brown. Bill Brown. Bowling ball kind of yeah. dude. And then 41, Osborne, 41. 41. So that's how they created a run was that, right? And then my dad was kind of like a – my dad was like a tight end wing back in college. He never was a running back. Yeah. So that's how Jerry Burns was able to use the athletes he had was the West Coast offense. And then you had a big receiver like a Madrashad. You had Sammy White and all those guys. Gilliam and all Stu that. Voigt. Stu Voigt was the tight end. <laughs> And you you know what I mean? So the, the actually, general the general lead behind Fran Target. Yeah. And then so then that's really the first West Coast offense. And obviously Bill Walsh took it and John Gilligan was, you know, was one made of my favorite dudes because yeah, he ran, ran he, he ran and his head was yeah. like a bird. Yeah. <laughs> like he did. Yeah. Yeah. So they they uh they had it, but the funny thing is, that my happens, dad. That happens now when you when when somebody you know they're trying to kick it into after like, right. They're afterburners. You could tell because they're just like their head starts moving a little bit more. Right. Yeah. Well, trivia question: Who was the first person to score a Monday Night Football ever? Well, Couldn't the, tell you. The opening Couldn't kickoff. Tell you. The opening kickoff. With Billy White shoes Johnson. The opening kickoff <laughs> was kicked off to the New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. and the opening kickoff was returned for a touchdown by John Gilliam. Oh. That's there a, you go. Before that's he, a hell of a way to kick before, off Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Was, Crib. Yeah, yeah. Straight, to the, straight to the house. You can expect this every Monday night. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you can't. No, you can't. I, Until I, we have the Bears and the Lions playing in 2021. <sighs> well, that was such a bad game having the Saints there. I think they got it because they were a new team, a relatively new team. Uh, they weren't very good. Bill, Billy Kilmer was actually the quarterback. <laughs> For the Saints, <laughs> before we he, he got to he got to DC, but man, that was that was okay. So before we go to break, did you did you carry the ball like your dad did? Did you yeah. ever? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get the, le- the the lecture? Oh, my dad used to do that. My grandma used to give me the lecture though. My grandma used to, cause like my uncle, um, my well my young my the youngest of my uncle he used to like video the games and the video like three games sent them to my grandma and then she would call and tell me you know what i was doing wrong and so yeah she would be on me all the time my dad would give me it he's like boy you better not if you're gonna do that you better not fumble you know and that was his big thing he's like you run the ball Carry it like fumble. a loaf of bread yep yeah jay's dad got a lot of kids in trouble playing yeah. football because they all wanted to be, they all wanted to be Chuck Foreman, and we all carried it like a loaf of bread with one hand. And then, but the they first didn't time, realize the my first dad time, has humongous hands. And the first time, the first time in high school that I, I, I actually yelled "spin doctor" when I when I broke oh, yeah. my linebacker off, yeah. caught him, caught him on a swing, hit him with the spin cycle. Yeah, right, right. right yeah. I was like, you yelled to yourself, "spin doctor," and coach was like, uh, "Give me a lap." Yeah, my dad, my dad, <laughs> is, give me a, a lap. Somebody like in like. <laughs> combined two pitchers like me tackling it was another player but then put my dad in there uh-huh. and you know my dad was like boy i'll put some stuff on you you ain't never <laughs> seen before <laughs> no spin doctor was serious yeah. Yeah, i need to get on i need to get what's his website i need to get on his website and get i, I want I'll one of the bobbleheads yeah i want one of the bobbleheads uh i love the the long sleeve jerseys yeah, like he's got the suit, like the long, oh, the Vikings with the old long sleeve joints. His dad's got him on his on his website. 
Yeah, I wore one of his old uh, Mitchell and Ness. This is when Mitchell and Ness was yeah. big. Actually, we played Philly. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. so that's where the, the original store of Mitchell and Ness yeah. went in there. Yeah. And then so we played them. And some, you know, we got up there, you know, early enough. So I went down there and got it, bought it and stuff like that and awards in the game or whatever. I'm look, I'm looking for it. Uh, from the text line, Claytonia John asked the question, what was the first video played on MTV? Uh, you're talking to the Swami. Uh, that song was video, the, 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 the Buggles, video killed the radio star. Radio star. That was the first uh, music video, video start. First radio video played on MTV. That's like straight drinking game video. That's yeah, no, game no, I'm, I'm old. I'm, I'm old still. Like we used to play Trivia Pursuit, and this was. We need to bring that in. I need to bring in a Trivia Pursuit. game. I have that Husker Sports Trivia game still yeah, up there, but, but it's like old. it's old, old. I think, I think, I think just Trivia Pursuit where we did, especially sports. I want to grab it and ask and find like a not super old question and ask JC if he knows. We could probably do that. We could probably do okay. that. All right. We'll find out what's up. Rico will tell us what's happening when we come back. Old school. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash out from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. 